Today's daf is daf peichet, and uh, we finished with the Mishnah yesterday regarding marchitzina takatam lifneamila. This was the case where the, the sorry lifneamila or lacharmila or mazalfin alem biyad aval lobekli. So we're talking about the fact that you can wash, you can bathe this katan before and after the mila. The question is, what can you bathe? So anatanina marchitzina katan. What we have in our Mishnah is that you can wash the entire katan. However, Tani debate Rebbe, there was taught in a different writer that what? Machatzinet Hamila, only the wound itself. So Rabbi Avau B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan, I think we've seen this flow of this sugi once before. It seems to be that it makes more sense that you can bathe the entire katana, not just the miller itself. Why? Because it makes it, you, you're compelled to say that. Because the Tani Shmuel, Eimoni Loshem Velochamin, so when it comes to a regular wound, not talking about mila, we don't withhold from putting on shemen or chamin or hot water on a wound to treat it on Shabbat. And why? Because not it's not um, it's not nikar that it's a full fua. So it's not the zero of fua is not against it. There's no point in putting oil or or hot water on it. So Amar Amar Rebbe Yossi Kosha Hava Amar Rebbe Zera the Rebbe. You got to change a few words here, but the whole whenever. We would teach this brighter. Rabbi Zer Rabbi would Omer lehid sami tani matincha lo od. Not just that. El mezalfin maim al gabei machal b'shabbos. You're allowed to take some water in your hand and pour it onto the wound. So if that's the case, that sounds exactly like we said in our Mishnah by Tinok. So imat Omer machatzin in the mila. If you say that our Mishnah is limited to only bathing the wound and not the entire katan on Shabbos, then man be makatosh gadol man be katan. What what's the chiddush of telling us by a katan you can pour water on the wound because any wound you can do so so there'd be no chiddush in our mishnah so it must be it must be the mishnah must be teaching us something more than just the wound itself it must be teaching us the entire katan you're allowed mazal if you're allowed to take this water and sort of pour it onto the the the, the, the entire katan to bathe it okay Rabbi Avosim Rabbi Elazar says halachic Rabbi Elazar Elazar ben Azaria halachic like Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria now what's the case of Rabbi Elazar ben Azaria if you recall the Mishnah says you can also bathe this katan beyond Meshlishi even on the third day after the Mila then it coincides the Shabbos why because he based it on what happened in the, the way the Torah describes the citizens of Shechem after that Mila that on the third day they were Koabim they're in pain so another understanding is that it was a Sakana so Rabbi, why don't we learn it from Avraham Avinu because it doesn't say on the third day by Abraham Avinu. Does? What you say it was the third day by Yero? Yeah, but it was not Furish. Okay. And I think so. Okay. Uh, but also, you'll see something else in a minute. Rabum Bashem Rabaval says, Time of the Rebelazar Benazar says, Beyoto, Vahi, Beyomashri, Beyotam, Koabim. It doesn't say Beyoto, Koev, meaning the Mila, Ella, Inktiv, Ella. Biotam ko avim melamed that teaches this lashon of the rabim implies melamed shakol Abraham ko avim alehem that despite the fact the surgery was in one location the pain overtook their entire body so you can see that this, that even it's a, even a, a pointed surgery can have an effect over someone's entire body and therefore it can be a sakana and therefore on the third day they were able to do a mila that's uh, right you were able to it's a sakana and therefore the third day after mila you're able to you know bathe the, the child. Rabbi Yaakov Barbun, or Bar Acha, sorry, says, Amr Abelazar, Rabbi Yochanan, Mafkim Lechaita, what they used to do, they used to instruct a midwife, there's kol shikuyim da avid lecholla, or eshundi lecholla, shi becholla, meaning anything, any medicinal practices you do for a, for, um, for, for a child after Mila during the week, 
lechola, meaning bechola during the week. Nekovat shosim letinok bechol tasu b'shabas. You're on Shabbos Mibnei Sakana. Now, I don't think it's actually, if referring to a chayta here, it's not referring to Nesari Brit Milah. It's referring to a baby that's born, because a chayta is a mid, like a midwife. That anything, that any, um, any, anything you'd have to do for a, a, a child during the weekday, there's the Miyala that you, have, you can do during Shabbos as well. Okay? Shmolam, and it says, Mushmolamar, Mibnei Sakana Machamim Lochamim. You're even allowed to, Heat up the water. Now, why does it mean menei sakana machim lo chamim? Because Rav Chaim says as follows. He says, All it said in our Mishnah is you can bathe the kata. Which would imply what? You're allowed to bathe the child in this water that with water that was heated on, on Erev Shabbos. But it doesn't imply in the Mishnah you're even allowed to heat the water for the child. The Ka'amar, and therefore Shmuel saying that if there is no Chamim, the Im Ain Chamim, you can eat up, you can even heat up the water to bathe this child, because it's so dangerous, the child that needs to be bathed after the Vimila. Um, Rabbi Yossi Barbun said, Bishem Rabbi, that the Tama Mecham no Chamim Bishabbos as well. Let's continue. Vetani, Vetani Ken, Mechamem Huadan Alontit, Venotna Algabim Ma'ain Bishabbos. Um, here, when it says Vataniken, Rab Chaim says Adel Elkai Damashu Ein Monim Lo Shem Lo Chamin. In other words, we're going back to the concept of a wound. There are the certain things that, if it's not mamash, like it appear that it's completely full, well, you can do things for it. For example, we you put oil on it, you load up pour water on it. So it says you can even heat up an alontit, like a towel. Again, we've seen this, we've discussed this in the past, which is warm, and use it like a like a hot water bottle, if you like, like to as a hot pack. And but here, not on the wound, when I've got my aim on someone's stomach, for example. However, you're not allowed to get a whole trough, like a, a rave is an eating trough, and fill it with hot water and then put that on the stomach. Now, there are two reasons why that would be a problem. Either because then it's nikartfe, it looks much more that you're doing for a fuwa, because no one else would do this just because they're a bit cold. They wouldn't get a whole bowl of hot water and put it on their stomach. Alternatively, the concern is shema yishpuchu, that maybe the water will spill, because it's a bowl. Benim tzaruchetz bechamim b'shabas, you end up bathing on shabas. Okay. Now, Rabbi Yossi ben Levi says, I'm a late kan elamutar. Not that it's asur, rather it's mutar, even to use this areva on shabas itself. Okay, let's continue. Now we saw in the Mishnah of the, the Machlok, it said Safik Androgonus in Machalinta Safik, sorry, and an Androgonus, we said. Safik was Safik Ben Shimona, we discussed in last year. And an Androgonus is a child, a baby that's born with both male and female features. In Machalinta the Shabbos, you can't go to Rebut Milan Shabbos. However, we see that, okay, according to Rebbe Yehuda, uh, that, that, Rebbe Yehuda says Matia Bandrogonus. Okay, let's continue. Tamantaninan, Hakol Chaim in Briah Chutz Mecher Shatta, the Katan Chubdrobandrogonus. That when it says um, in the in, 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 that when it comes to the mitzvah re'iyah ala lerega, it says everyone's chayv except for a cherashot of a katan. These appear not many bedas tumtum and Now, why is a tumtum and androgynous excluded? We'll see in a second. Uh, actually, I'll tell you right now is because it says in the Torah yira'ek calls chulcha that all your charim have to come up to the base of mikdash. So that would exclude a tumtum and androgynous, presumably. Because it's not a vaday zachar. Tumtum is a child who's born where the, the, the private parts are covered over. It's not clear where this is zachar nekeva. And androgynous is one that's, as we said, is covered, is presented with both. Now, what's interesting here is, ma amar ba Rabbi Yehuda. What would Rabbi Yehuda say in that situation? Meaning, in our Mishnah, he says, uh, androgynous, you can do machal shabbos for it. Has a din of a zachar. 
Does that also apply for Ali and Regal? So Nishmiya Minhada, Rabbi Yochanan ben Ben Divhai, um says, Am Amar Mishum Rabbi Huda, Af Hasuma. Even a summa is patur. So the late Barnash, you don't find someone that says af amar af el michlal du modi al kamita. In words, the fact that he's adding something, when he says af, it implies he's adding something to the list of Turim. Mashman drogonus is patur. So now the Gemara said presents a problem. I don't understand. Because there it says calls churcha. And in our Pasuk, we also have the last one of Zachar, Ba'arel Zachar, right? So the last one, in both Mila and by Alila Regal, we have Lashon Zachar. In our case, meaning by Mila, Rabbi Yehuda says it's Merabe, you include an androgynous, by, uh, by Alila Regal, he's Mama'it. So what's going on? The Gemara says, Shit, um, Shita Shita Rabbi Yehuda, Taman Omer Prate comes to exclude it. The Chav Omer, it's Lerabot. I don't understand. What's it like? You've got to be consistent. So he says, you've got it wrong. Says Rabbi Yehuda Rabbanan Mikra Chadarsho. In our case, Brit Malat, the pasuk is different. It doesn't just say calls Rucha. It says the Arel Zachar. It's a double language of Arel and Zachar. And because of that, there's a machlok at how you understand that when it comes to Brit Milat. So Rabbi Yehuda does Doresh Zachar. Rabbanan Darshi Arel. What's that mean? Ma. So okay, one second. Uh, is, 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 fine. Zachar. In other words, once the pasuk just said Arel if it says Arel, it means excludes, uh, it seems to be anyone who's got a foreskin, right? That requires a bit milah. As soon as it says the word Zachar, it's to Mamait and Androgynous. That's understanding. However, if Yehuda says, he says, it says Dach Zachar in the Torah, which should have been Zachar. What does the Torah have to go out of its way to say Arel? Seems to imply that even anyone, not just the Zachar, even someone who has Miktsata Arel, like an Androgynous, would also would uh, would would require brit milah. So it's because of this double lash on that Rabbi Yehuda says in our situation, Arel is uh, even a androgynous who Michal Shabbos for is mamash chayv doraisa. when it comes to alila regel, the mitzvah of bringing a korban olatriyah, uh, uh, that says kol zurcha. It says kol zurcha. There's no extra Arel, extra wording here. There's some marabal androgynous. So therefore, it's pratla androgynous. So there's no steer in the case of Rabbi Huda. It's just there's drushes that apply like kind of kind differently. But, okay, let's have a look at the next case. Misha If someone has two children to give Mila, echad lamul erev Shabbos, echad lamul b'Shabbos. One had to have its Mila on erev Shabbos, and one had to have its Mila on Shabbat. Now the important thing to appreciate here is only Mila bismano overrides Shabbat. Okay, what happened? Shachach umal etchel erev Shabbos b'Shabbos. He got made a mistake, and the child he was meant to give on erev Shabbos he gave on Shabbos itself. So in other words, he was mechal Shabbos, therefore he's chayev. Okay, we'll qualify this case in the mission in a moment. What if it was a different case? There was one child who was meant to give a brit milah on after Shabbos, meaning on Sunday. Another one who was meant to give a brit milah on Shabbos. Shachach, he made a mistake. Umal chelachar Shabbos b'Shabbos. He gave the one after Shabbos a day early. He didn't even do. He didn't do a mitzvah. So Rabbi Eliezer says, "Well, you chay bechatzat." There's no difference. However, Rabbi Yeshua in this situation says he's patur. Why is he patur? Because it's what's called toeb davar mitzvah. Meaning, he was at the time thought he was doing a mitzvah. He thought he was giving the brit milah to the correct child, and therefore it's all right. And therefore, even though he lo asa mitzvah, even though he didn't actually do a mitzvah because he gave a brit milah 
uh, to a child a day early, nonetheless, he's patur. Why? Because the whole concept of bringing chatat is learned from Avodah Zara, and we say that he's not like the Sviralei Aridu Chaim. The Sviralei came and the Savu Brashut. He thought I'm allowed to drink milah today. Or mitzvah that I'm allowed to drink milah because he thought he was doing the child that was doesn't know and he, did, and, and he made a mistake. Therefore, it's not that Lord Damila Boda Kochavin to Kochat Shabbatar Mechatat or Davar Kachamila because the where we learn the concept of bringing Kormach Chatat is learned from Avodah Zara. And this situation where the person thought he was allowed to do it on the right day, he thought he was doing a mitzvah, he thought it was a right Shabbos, doesn't, isn't the model of someone who did Avodah Zara. Okay? Um, fine. That's a debate. Now, the Gemara says the understanding of this debate itself is a debate, as we'll see. So, Mishael Shedonokot, Am Rabbi Yochanan, Drebi, this must be Rabbi Meirhi. Dama Dvash Yasiatom, mitzvah is pator. Vesheim Vesotom, mitzvah is so let me just show you the sheet here because this is a slightly different, it's important uh, thing we have to appreciate when it comes to um, understanding the Mishnah that I sort of did fast, but deliberately so. So if you have a look here in this chart, we've got the case of Shtei And you see the first line is if Arab Shabbos B'Shabbos and, and the second line is Achar Shabbos, Achar Shabbos B'Shabbos. Okay? Where the, 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 the ratio in the safe of the Mishnah and the first and second line. Okay? Now, what it's saying here is, according to Rabbi Mary, if someone's to'eba devar mitzvah, ve'asa mitzvah, okay? So, in other words, what would it, that would be a case like in the Rasha, where, that's a case where it was on Shabbos, and I gave a brit milah to the child I was meant to give a brit milah to yesterday. So, I was to'eba devar mitzvah, I saw to do a mitzvah, and I did a mamash, I did a mitzvah. What was a mitzvah I did? I gave the child a brit milah that, that should have got one yesterday, so I did a mitzvah. In that situation, Rebbe Mary says, everybody, Kule Alma, everyone agrees to be Pator, even Rebbe Leaz. Okay? Now, so what's the ratio of a mitzvah where it says Chayev? That's something completely different. The ratio of a mitzvah where it says, if you've got the Erev Shabbos and Shabbos, you're Chayev, that's a situation where you already gave the child a Brit Milah, the one that was meant to be on Shabbos. So therefore, it's no longer what's called To'er anymore. It wasn't a mix-up to over the Bar Mitzvah. It was something else entirely. Um, meaning it was just like you gave a you weren't told about a mitzvah, you just gave a child a brick mill on the wrong day. Okay? So that's that's what the that's why the that's why the, that's what the racial mitzvah is referring to. But if the mamash to eba the bar mitzvah, you switch you got the wrong child and asa mitzvah, meaning the air you gave the Arab Shabbos child on Shabbos itself, then um then everyone says patur. When's the machloket? The machloket is if someone's to eba the bar mitzvah, velo asa mitzvah, which is the safer. So again, the second line, so the, the second column, that's where the machlokan grew in there. Meaning you took the, the Sunday baby and gave her a milah on Shabbos. You were to eba devar mitzvah. I made a mistake. I thought I was giving the right child the right prison the right time and I was allowed to do on Shabbos. But the fact that I took this Sunday baby and gave it a child milah on Shabbos, I didn't do a mitzvah in the process. That's the machloket. Rebbe Leza says, since you didn't do a mitzvah, yechayev. Whereas Rebbe Yoshua says, no, in that case, you're still patur because it's not eno dome Zara. Okay? However, Rebbe Shimon is of a different shita. So now I move left on the chart. He says differently. Rebbe Shimon Omer says, davar she... Now, we have to change a few words here as we go. She ain't mitzvah If you don't perform a mitzvah at the time, even if you're to add a mitzvah, everybody holds you b'chayev. You can see I'm changing words along the word. That's Bamachloket. That's when you go Machloket. So let's look back on the chart. So, in other words, according to Rabbi Shimon, if you took that Sunday baby and, and gave a bit milah on Shabbat, that's to ever the bar mitzvah, and you didn't do a mitzvah because there was no mitzvah to give this child a bit milah early. 
That's why, that's why you go in this bottom corner. Rabbi Shimon says in that situation, everyone holds your chayev. You didn't do a mitzvah. It's a chayev chatat. I don't care to do a mitzvah. You didn't do a mitzvah. The whole machloke between Rebbe Yezir and Rebbe Yeshua, that is only to ever the bar mitzvah, the asa mitzvah. So in other words, you took the Erev Shabbos baby and gave her Bramila on Shabbos. Again, it was to'er, but the bar mitzvah, you thought you were doing the right baby in the right time, and, and meaning the, the Shabbos baby in the right time, and but it but you really shouldn't have done it because that baby, the, the Erev Shabbos baby doesn't override Shabbat. But since you gave Rimila, you look, you did a mitzvah. You did a mitzvah in the, sec- in the sense that this baby was past its time, it was time to have a Rimila. So that's the Toeba Devar mitzvah, the Asa mitzvah. And Rabbi Shimon says it's that case we have machloket between Rebbe Yezir and Rabbi Shimon. Rebbe Yezir says, I don't care about Toeba Devar mitzvah. I, don't, I disregard the concept entirely. You'd be chayev. Whereas Rabbi Yoshua says, no, Toeba Devar mitzvah, the Asa mitzvah, then you chayev. That's machloket between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Meir regarding the machloket between Rebbe and Rabbi Shimon. You hear? It's just important to have this chart in your head as we continue. So, Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan Zibra Yimeir V'Husha Yeh Seh Tamim Uben Shana V'Shlamim V'Roi Lishtanot Lishtanot L'Shem Pesach Okay, that three lines is so incredibly loaded, we have to look at this Mishnim Pesachim. What's this Mishnim Pesachim talking about? This is talking about Pesach. If you take a Korban Pesach on Erev, let's again, Erev Pesach coincides with, is coinciding with Shabbos. So you're allowed off the Koran Pesach. If I take a Koran Pesach and Shechel Shlolish Moshem Shlamim, the Mishnah says that you're because you didn't, you, you, what you, 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 like the Koran's puzzle. And you Shech that a puzzle Koran on Shabbos and you're Chayev Chatat. The Machloket there is Shar Kola Zvachim. Let's say I take, let's say I take a Koran Shlamim. And I Shech that Shalashem Pesach. Now despite the fact I Shech that it Shlolish Ma, the Koran's kosher. Okay, because kol azvachim shenis lishman, any korban you take except for a chatan a pesach bismano, you shecht the another korban. This is very important to understand. The korban's kosher. Lo chova. The owner is not hasn't yet fulfilled his obligation. He still has to bring a, a replacement korban, but nonetheless it, it works. But the question is, you're not allowed to bring a korban shlamim on Shabbos and the nadava. So if you take a shalkomish l'shem pesach, are you chayev for offering a Shechting an animal, this korban on Shabbos or not? So there we have a machloket. It says im If it's a lamb that I could have bought from a korban pesach, therefore it makes me a tuer b'davar mitzvah because I thought it was a korban pesach. I thought I was allowed to offer it, but I made a mistake. It was a shlamim. But asa mitzvah, but I did a mitzvah because it's a mitzvah to bring a korban shlamim, even though it doesn't didn't override Shabbos. So there you got the machlok with the Rebbe Yezer and Rebbe Yeshua. Rebbe Yezer says Yov Chayev Chatat, and Rebbe Yeshua says it's Pator. The Gemara then continues. By the way, I'm skipping out the Mishnah. Sorry, I'm skipping the great part of the Mishnah, which is one of the questions because it's not really relevant here. But what is relevant here is the next part. Rebbe Yezer says, "What are you talking about? What about Imur Tzibur? Meaning a korban simiochiach sheem mutarim lishman vashochet lishman lishman chayev. Meaning if you got a korban Tzibur." And someone, she- except you take another korban and shech l'shem the korban sibur, everyone agrees you be chayiv. So that's again korban sibur you're allowed to offer on Shabbos. But if I take my korban shlamim shech l'shem the korban the korban tamid, everyone agrees you chayiv. So why are you? So how can you say by taking a shlamim and a shech l'shem korban pesach, which is also overrides Shabbos, that you're pater with Rabbi Yeshua? What are you talking about? And Rabbi Yeshua says in that case, Loi Marta be'im Don't bring a proof of because it's what's got a kitzvah. 
exactly what kitzvah means, the Gemara is going to discuss in a moment, but put simply means there's only one korban simon you bring every day. So you can't say that's to a bedavar mitzvah. Korban Pesach, there are lots of them. Tomah Pesach, she'ein lo kitzvah. When it comes to Koran Pesach, lots of them. So you can, that you can say someone is to a bedavar mitzvah. Okay? So that's Rabbi Shimon's understanding of the debate. The debate then is um, that it, it, by, uh, if you like, by, because um, again, so it's important to understand, by the way, I, I, when I say Rabbi Shimon, that is because Rabbi Chaim explains this whole Tanakhama, this whole discussion we have here in Mesetas, as I've shown you in the picture, is according to Rabbi Shimon. Okay? Um, and therefore, the debate is, I get a Koran Pesach, I get a Shlamim, it's Erev Shabbos, I think it's my Koran Pesach, it's your Dalet, I think I can shecht it, to a bit of our mitzvah, the Asa mitzvah, Rabbi Meir says, okay? He says, even if you take a, um, you think you take, you took a shlamim and you think it's a korban tamil and you shecht it, even there, despite the fact, you'd be, it's a machlok in Rabbi Yezir Yeshua. By the way, which is interesting, by the way, because I'm not sure if you, if you learn the Mishnayot, it usually presents Rabbi Meir, the Mepharshim, as opinion number three. But the way Reb Chaim explains it here is actually Rebbe Meir is presenting a different opinion than the Tanakhama, as in Rebbe Shimon's uh, understanding of the debate between Rebbe Yezir and Bishua. That even the case of Emrit Sibur, Rebbe Yezir and Bishua Bicholek. Okay? Let's put it there. Now, so therefore, with that massive introduction, what does the Gemara mean? Rebbe Yossi says, B'Shem Rebbe Yochan Dibri Meir, V'Hushi Eset, Tamim Ben Shato, V'Shlami, V'Ruil Shanot, L'Shem Pesach. What he means is, is that Rebbe Meir agrees in the situation where someone took a korban shlamim on erev pesach going inside the shabbos and he shechted it. He agrees Rabbi Shimon has to be raui to be used for a korban pesach. It has to be like a lamb within a year old, year old that it could have been used for a korban pesach because that way is toeva devar mitzvah. Okay, that's what those three lines mean after that massive introduction. Now look at this mishnah. Now the gemara says atzmaminatlat from Rabbi Shimon again. Rabbi Shimon's understanding of this debate over here. In the set of Psachim, as I presented to you, you can learn three things. Firstly, if Davar, Shmamina, Davar She'en Lo Kitzvah, has to be something that doesn't have a Kitzvah, because again, he, the case of Emorim, everyone agrees with, meaning it has to be like a Koran Pesach. Next point is, Davar She, shouldn't be Ein, it should be She, 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 Darkolit has to be something you could have mixed up with, meaning it has to be, for example, a lamb. That could have been used for Korban Pesach, but if it was like a bull, then everyone agrees you're not talking about a mitzvah. And finally, the Varshish, Bersiot mitzvah, has to be that you're fulfilling the mitzvah in the process. Ah, so therefore, what? Let's scroll all the way back to our chart. That makes sense now. If you go to chart number one, you can see that it's only the Varshish, Bersiot mitzvah. For example, the case of the Tinok from Erev Shabbos that you, that you gave Rutmila to, and this is Shechta, by the way, but the, the child from Erev Shabbos that you gave Rimila on Shabbos itself, that's where the machloka between Rimila and Rabbi Yeshua is. Devashi Yashbi Otel Mitzvah. Aval Enbiyasi Otel Mitzvah, if you're talking about Emor Shlamin, the Enbiyasi Otel Mitzvah, maybe that's not an example, but 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 if it's not Enbiyasi Otel Mitzvah, that you wouldn't be, um, that wouldn't be the machloka. Everyone said you're chayv. Okay? Um, um, fine. Let's continue. Uh, now the Gemara says, What does it mean ein lo What's a what's the distinction now when you're talking about ein lo So Rabbi Yerushalayim, you're supposed to say shloni na Torah kitzvah. 
the Torah, the difference between Korma Pesach and Emerit Sibor is Korma Pesach, the Torah didn't say, didn't give us a quota. Emerit Kitzma means it didn't give us a quota of how many Korma Pesach there are. Depends how many people come. The Vashi Yeshbo Kitzma means the Torah gave us a quota of how many Korma Natamim. There's a Keves in the morning, Keves in the afternoon. That's it. In other words, in other words, so once again, so Rebbe Rasav Amir Shloni of Tatora Kitzva Kama Psachim in Chuvat Shabbos. Heroyos is Rabbi Meme Sheein Atayichol Lamod Al Minyanam. What do you mean Sheein Atayichol Al Minyanam? Meaning, Rebbe Rechaim here, <coughs> he says Sharei Ein Yodea Kama Psachim Ika. You don't know how many Korban Psachim there are to offer. Hilkach Shapir. Therefore, you can say Yesh Mokadeli Tot. You can make a mistake. Shesavu Shapzo Pesach. You can work out how many there are to be offered. So there's two ways of understanding. What does it mean? When when does kitzvah mean your Torah about our mitzvah or not? Again, two important ways of understanding it. Either the Torah gave a quantity, and because the Torah gave a quantity, you're not to have our mitzvah. However, if it was Koran Pesach, the Torah didn't give a, a fixed quantity. That's why it's over our mitzvah. Or is it a, on a practical level? Rabbi Yossi says it's on a practical level. Meaning, Korah Pesach, I can't know, me, myself, know how many of them to offer. That's why I can say I'm told of our mitzvah. However, Korban Tzibor, I know. I can work out how many men to be offered. That's, you know, is it a Torah mandated number or is it a practical on the ground level? To, that's what's causing me to be told of our mitzvah. So the Gemara says, actually, it makes a lot of sense that Rabbi Yirmiya, is correct. Why? Rabbi Yossi Kadhave Matil Ilin Tinok spake this there's Rabbi Rahim spills in a lot of words here. I'm not sure if I think Shinogirisa here. Rabbi Yossi Kadhave Matil Ilin Tinokit. When Rabbi Yossi would reach this sugi of Tinokot that we're learning now, this was like Have Amarya Felim Dain Rabirmiya. It makes a lot of sense where Rabirmiya says that the issue is the Torah quantity is the issue and not the practical on the ground issue. Why? Come up, the Torah didn't give a kitzvah. Um, come up, psachim itchu et a pesach choshana. So let me just explain again. Rabbi Yirmiya was the issue that says it wasn't a fixed amount. Because otherwise you're going to run into a problem. What's it got to do with Tinokot? Let me read Chaim because it makes a lot of sense. He says, um, the ain't lo kitzvah that's none. Shalom in our kitzvah, come up, psachim itchu kama. Meaning, when it says in lo kitzvah, it means that because the Torah didn't give a fixed amount. Why? To me, it it That the issue isn't a practical on the grounds issue. I don't. I can't work out how many are meant to offer. Why? Dim Ken, if that's the case, Could look at the case of Tinokot. In the case of Tinokot, it's not an issue of practical on the ground. I don't know how many I need to give a Bramila to. I know how many there are. There are two Tinokot. It's not a. A mix up on the ground that makes me a toy of our mitzvah. I know exactly how many I'm meant to give you. I know exactly how many tinokot I'm meant to give on Shabbos. It must be like Rabbi Yirma of the toy of our mitzvah is because it must be because the Torah didn't give a fixed amount. That's why Pater Rishu Tinokot. In other words, once we learn the Sugi of Tinokot, we can actually clarify what it means back in Mesech Tapsakim, what is Shemel Kitzvah. I mean, it must be because the Torah didn't give us a, qu- a quantity of how many brit milot 
or how many there's korbanot, but how many korban pesach, but how many tinokot, one can give a brimila to or a Shabbos. That's why it turns into a case of Tawada Basha Mitzvah. And not because they're practical on the grounds. I've just lost track or I lost count of how many there are there. Because the case of Tinokot, you know exactly how many they're meant to give. It's not like Korban Pesach where everyone's coming to the Semigash. Yeah, maybe that rationale applies there, but it doesn't apply across the board. Because if it was if, if it was because it was practical on the grounds, then Rabbi Shul shouldn't have been potter in that situation. It must be because the Torah didn't give us a kitzvah, literally the Torah didn't give a kitzvah in terms of quantity of Rabbi or Rad Shabbat. Okay. Say that, we're not finished with this one yet. Mr. Shem will pick up a minute tomorrow. Call to have a good evening.